When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. He blitzes right past Marshawn to the net. Dishes. What timer score? Leon Dreisaitl. What a play by McDavid. Riley takes the snap. He looks to the right side. He's throwing to the end zone. There it is. Touchdown Eskimos. Duke Williams. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 6.30 Chad. Spooner back out to the point. Shake makes the shot. Cross ice pass goes to D'Angelo. He gets it to the far wall. Spooner with a shot and scores! Ryan Spooner with 4.44 to go is tied it at three. Well, that's the new guy. That's the only goal the new guy has scored this season. Ryan Spooner scoring in late October against the Los Angeles Kings while playing for the New York Rangers. He's having a tough go this season. One goal, one assist in 16 games. He's been scratched a couple of times, most recently scratched because the uh, trade to Edmonton was coming. He was much better last year with 41 points in 59 games split between the Bruins and the Rangers. Remember, he was uh, traded to the Rangers leading into the trade deadline. So he is coming to Edmonton, and Ryan Strom is going out. Ryan Strom, of course, acquired for Jordan Eberle back at, just before the draft in Chicago in 2017. He'll play 100 games as an Oiler, had 34 points last season, and like Spooner, just two so far this year, one goal and one assist. Uh, Strom was brought in to uh, provide a little bit of offense, maybe some secondary scoring. Instead, he'd become the Oilers' third-line center, struggling to score, and uh, actually had taken on a pretty important role as a penalty killer. So Strom for Spooner, two guys having tough seasons and on the surface when I look at this trade I say to myself well I don't think the Oilers uh, got worse but uh, I think it's a long shot that it's going to make them a lot better but we'll probably find out as soon as tomorrow night uh, what Spooner is like in Edmonton colors hey thanks a lot for tuning in this evening my name is Reed Wilkins inside sports on Oilers and Eskimos radio 630 Chet NHL tonight a couple games just getting underway the Bruins and the Stars and the Sabres and the Jets will keep you updated as we move along basketball tonight one minute left in the first half Toronto in Boston with a 52-51 lead your feed Feedback is welcome at 780-496-0063. You can also text 630-630. And I'm pleased to welcome to the show the president of hockey operations and general manager for your Edmonton Oilers, Peter Shirelli. Peter, how's it going? I'm doing okay, Reed. Thanks for making time for us tonight. Obviously, you made some news this afternoon. Ryan Strom traded to the New York Rangers, and Ryan Spooner is coming to the uh, Edmonton Oilers. I'll start with the basic question. Uh, tell me about uh, the, the seeds of this trade, uh, how, the, how they got planted, and how it ultimately blossomed. Well, without going into too much detail, I, I can tell you that uh, we've always uh, liked the... Uh, the speed aspect of Ryan Spooner's game. Um, 
And, uh, you know, obviously uh, myself and uh, Keith Gretzky have some history with him, having drafted him in Boston and, and, and watched him develop. But um, he's a, he's a, he was a formerly a natural center that uh, has been, uh, been playing on the wing. And uh, he brings a lot of speed through the neutral zone. Uh, very, very good stick. Very good playmaker. A good one-timer. He's he's been having some struggles uh, with the Rangers. Uh, recently scratched, but that was probably because we were um, we were on the cusp of making a deal. Actually, that's why he was scratched. Um, and uh, you know, it's just it was a discussion uh, that um, I had with uh, with Jeff Gordon over the over the summer, just just in general about what he's doing with him. And uh, and the opportunity came about, and we wanted to change the mix-up of our. You know, of our kind of our secondary group of forwards, you talk about secondary scoring, and, and we we feel that uh, a little more speed and uh, a little more dynamic play um, would help our would help our group. So we decided to act on it. Okay, you you, you sort of touched on it. Do, do you see him as a left winger more than a center now, or or how will uh, this be approached? I, I see him as I see him as a winger uh, more than a center. Uh, he can play both sides. Um, he he, you know he played center for most of his junior career, and, and uh, even when he came up with us in Boston. But uh, he's shown that he can play the wing, and and he's he's got some areas of his game that uh, that that uh, aren't perfect, obviously. But um, we see him as a winger. Okay, uh, I mean areas of his game that aren't perfect. No player is is perfect. What does he need to do? Or to focus on to to maybe be a little more productive as an Oiler than he was as a Ranger this season. And I know he has had productive bursts in the past, but we haven't seen it this year. Is there is there a yeah, he's game? Just, he's just he's just got to play play his game, and that 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 may sound real cliche, but uh, um, he he just hasn't been able to do it. And it, you, you can spiral a little bit when you're. When you're you're not in the regular rotation or you're you're further down the line, and uh, I was in New York uh, a couple of weeks ago and watched him play. Uh, he made a couple of real good plays, but he was playing in the fourth line. He just, you know what? He's just. And then I'm sure their coaches had reasons to put him there, and 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 so a little bit of it is a change of scenery from our perspective. Um, he's just got to he's got to play. Uh, uh, you know, he plays with speed, and he, he needs to play with some some you know better players that he was playing with again and they, they had their reasons for doing it but um he can trade the puck pretty well he's he's got you know a good hockey head a good good hockey sense so um so you know he's just gotta he's got he's got to play that way play with speed because he does have speed and 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 uh so we hope a change of scenery will help there. In terms of, of how this might affect your, your lineup and, and some uh, immediate decisions here and I guess some immediate structure to the lineup, does this, does this make Cooper Marodi uh, a, a depth center for, for now? Does he come in as the third or fourth center likely as soon as this weekend? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I won't divulge too much, but I don't want to put too much in anybody's plate, especially a young player like Cooper, but... Um, you might see him at center here with uh, with Splinter going into the weekend. Okay, I want to just ask you a question about the penalty killing structure as well. Um, obviously, Reader's hurt for a while. He killed penalties quite a bit. Strom was killing, and I know Yamamoto, you know, will be back at some point. But he was getting some kill time before he went to Bakersfield. Is I, I mean, are you? 
I guess I'll use the word thinner. I don't know if it's exactly the right word, but are you thinner than you might like to be PK-wise right now, or or how do you look at that part of the game? Yeah, well, um, it's kind of the case of the tallest midget right now. Like you want, we you, you know, where where are we ranked? Reed, we're twenty six right, uh, yeah. right now in the PK. So, um, yeah, we, we've we've you know with those three guys you've mentioned, and um, they were on the PK. And uh, we don't have them there now, so um, we'll have to make make do with what we got. But we've got we've got some guys that can PK. The the, the Russell kid that we called up, he's very good on the PK, um, and uh, it can be spread around a little to other players too. So okay, that's that's that, that, that's a fair observation. But um, uh, I, I the, the net benefit that we're that we're achieving here and getting this player is uh, it's just that a net benefit. So you, um, I don't know. I'm sure our, I, I don't mind what our PK has been doing, but it can improve and uh, and maybe it's with different bodies. Okay, and will Spooner? Uh, I know he's going to travel. Can you expect him to be here in time to play against the Flames? Yes, yes, we do. Okay, Peter, thanks for doing this. I know you've been busy. Always great to have you on Inside Sports. We'll see you at the rink. All right. Thanks, Reed. That is Peter Shirelli checking in tonight, general manager of your Edmonton Oilers. He makes the trade, Ryan Strom for Ryan Spooner. So you heard him sum up there. He says Spooner can bring speed through the neutral zone, uh, that he, uh, you know, obviously is having a tough season with the Rangers, but Shirelli thinks that there is more there than what he's seen. And, uh, He'll be a winger, uh, even though he played center in the past and played uh, center in junior. He is being brought in to play either left or right side. I, I wonder tomorrow, is is he going to jump in with Nugent Hopkins on the, on the second line? Could he get that opportunity? And could we see Cooper Marodi come in to Ryan Strom's slot as the third-line center? What's interesting is now the context of this quote changes quite a bit from Todd McClellan after practice today. This was about two hours before the trade was announced when he was asked about Cooper Marodi, what position is he going to play? When could he possibly play it? He is and will be an NHL centerman um, when it's all said and done. And, um, you know, that could probably happen quickly where he gets the opportunity to play center. But we'll uh, we'll see as our lineup evolves and... Um, you know, but he's he's going to get that chance eventually to uh, to try and earn a full-time job at the NHL level at the, in the center ice position. He's he has great vision and he has uh, some hands to go with it. He makes good distrib- distributing plays. Um, you know, our concern with any young centerman is his ability to check and defend um, at the NHL level. It's certainly different than college. He hasn't played very much um, at the NHL or pro level because of his injury. But sometimes you're thrown to the wolves, and he may get that opportunity soon. All right, so I would think at that point uh, McClellan knew this trade was was likely coming. I mean, Shirelli referenced working on it for a couple of days, and that's why Spooner was scratched last night. So, yeah, I, I mean, are, are these going to be the lines tomorrow? McDavid with Kajula and Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins between, say, Spooner and Chason, and Marudi with Marodi with Lucic and Raddy. Fourth line stays the same. Is that what we're going to see tomorrow? Could be. Could be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You can text 630-630, phone number 780-496-0063. The new guy, Ryan Spooner, himself, when we get back. You're listening to 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in. Oilers at Flames tomorrow, 6.30 face-off show on 6.30. Ched, game at 8, and this man is expected to play. Acquired today from the New York Rangers in exchange for Ryan Strom. It is Ryan Spooner. Ryan, welcome to Inside Sports. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing very well, and welcome to Edmonton, and welcome to the Oilers. Uh, some players are surprised when they get traded. Some other guys will say, I, I thought something might have been coming. What What's the experience like for you, Ryan? Um, a little bit of both. I mean, I was kind of surprised because I didn't really hear, I guess, much about it. And then I got a call uh, after practice today. And um, I mean, my play's kind of uh, not been where it needs to be. So um, I guess it was to kind of be expected. But um, that being said, I'm excited uh, for the fresh start here and um, I'm excited to help out. You, you mentioned your your play not where you need it to be. You, you've had some pretty productive seasons in the past, though. What do you think you have to do to get back to that higher level of production? I mean, I think when I'm playing well, um, I'm using my uh, speed and skill, and I think uh, the first 16 games I've played here, I mean, I've had some games where i played well, but... Um, haven't really been getting the bounces and stuff like that. But that being said, I, I just think that if I'm using my speed and skill, that those bounces um, they should happen. So I need to get back uh, to that style of game and um, just play with a little bit more confidence and uh, just kind of believe myself a little bit more. And uh, I think if I do that, then I should be fine. Obviously, coming to the Oilers, they're they're a team looking for some secondary scoring, and the offense uh, so far this season has been led by. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. So, look, we don't know where where you're going to play, who you're going to play with, and that often changes a lot anyway. Um, but tell me a little bit about the potential opportunity to be a winger uh, with one of those centermen here coming to Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, um, those are some of the best players in the world. So um, for me, I just need to come in and um, just try to help out and um, just stick to my game and um, just try to play hard and just be good on both sides of the puck. And um, I mean, it's exciting times for sure. There's so much speed and skill there that um, I just got to try to fit in. And um, that's all I can do. Newest Edmonton Oiler, Ryan Spooner, joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Uh, probably going to play tomorrow, and you're going to jump right into a battle of Alberta. I mean, I know you've been on the uh, in the Rangers-Islanders rivalry. You've been in the Boston-Montreal rivalry. Uh, are you looking forward to experiencing one out west here? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen those games, and uh, they look like they would be a fun thing to play in. Um, like you just said, I've kind of played in... Um, those kind of rival games, and there's always a lot of heat in those games, and uh, the divisional games are definitely huge ones, so um, I'm excited to play tomorrow, and uh, yeah, it should be good. 
obviously you've played in a couple of large American markets that are original six teams that that get a lot of coverage and a lot of scrutiny and now you're coming to a Canadian market so uh, you know do you do you feel prepared for um, maybe some of the nitpicking at some of the uh, uh, comments from observers that can go on sometimes I mean yeah I mean I've definitely been a part of that kind of stuff I I know when I play for the Bruins um, fans expected a lot from our team and uh, there were some seasons there where we missed the playoffs by two or three points and definitely heard uh, the comments and stuff like that but I think as a team you know I I just think that we just have to go out there um, and just play and put that stuff kind of in the back of our minds and um, just kind of believe in our group and just kind of believe in the things that we can do and um, I think as a fan I I think all all they want to see from us is that we're out there and we're working hard and we're playing with our heart and um, it's a game of hockey. I mean, there's going to be ups, ups and downs of the team. And I think as a fan base, you know, if, if, if you look at your team and they know that we're giving it all, all that we got, then that's all that they can ask out of us. And, um, you know, we love the support and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, we just got to go out there and just play. And, um, yeah. Ryan, when you're on the power play, Give us a sense of what type of a player you are. Are you more of the the shooter? Are you the puck retriever? Are you the setup guy? If you are on the man advantage here, what can we expect? Definitely not a shooter. Um, I try to be a shooter, but it's definitely uh, not my best asset. Um, you know, I'm going to be 27 uh, in January, and ever since I started playing pro hockey, I've been told to shoot more. So um, I'm definitely a setup guy. Um, I always have been, but that being said, I mean, um, for me, I, I, I can be a shooter. Um, I can be, I guess the guy that sets it up for me. I'm, I'm just going to go in there um, and just try to fit in. And, um, if I am on the power play there, um, doesn't matter where I play. Um, I'm going to accept the role and just do the best job I can. All right, Ryan. Well, thanks for making time for us. I know it's obviously a bit of a whirlwind day for you, but look forward to seeing you in Oilers colors tomorrow and then obviously home game right away on Sunday. All the best. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. All right, that is Ryan Spooner. So he is expected to make his debut tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames. We will continue breaking this one down with Bob Stoffer after the news. Some of your reaction coming into the text line at 6.30, Trent says uh, Oilers had a horrible penalty kill last year. Nice to see Shirelli stepped up and took that seriously and fixed the problem. Uh, well, another texter, texter simply says, Reed, why are you worried about the penalty kill? It's ranked 27th with Stroman Reader. James says that this is one of those trades where each player is not doing well and a change of address may kickstart their careers. And Brian says, I'm so happy Strom is gone. I broke my legs jumping up and down. I guarantee Spooner will double Strom's points. All right, some reaction there to 6.30, 6.30. Of course, you can always get more on the Oilers page on 630Ched.com, and we have more on the deal with Bob Stoffer coming up. This is Mike Riley from your Edmonton Eskimos, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630Ched. There it is. Is this Spoon Man? There we are. Oilers have the Spoon Man. Ryan Spooner acquired today 
for Ryan Strom. Both guys struggling this season. The cap hit for the Oilers will remain at $3.1 million. Spooner makes $4 million a season. He got that in a deal in the summer. He was going to go to arbitration, and then they agreed to a two-year contract to avoid arbitration. That was with the Rangers, who will retain $900,000. And Spooner is a free agent, unrestricted free agent, after next season. He will turn 27 on January 30th, so he is a, a little bit older than uh, than Ryan Strom. That's the deal today. Both guys with two points on the season. Spooner going to come in here, and uh, he will play on the wing. Peter Shirelli said he can play either side. Maybe he is uh, on the Oilers' second line tomorrow. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Furnace Family, your 24-7 furnace repair and replacement specialist. Call 7804-FAMILY or visit FurnaceFamily.com. To discuss the deal and other things going on with the Oilers, I'm pleased to welcome back to the show host of Oilers Now here on 630 Chad. It's my buddy Bob Stoffer. Bob, how are you doing? Good, Reed. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for checking in tonight. Obviously, Oilers and Flames tomorrow on 6.30, Chad, and Ryan Spooner is going to travel tomorrow, and he is expected to be in the lineup. So he'll dive right in. And uh, the trade today, Strom for Spooner, Bob. And, you know, on on the surface, before we delve into the details of, of Spooner, uh, I mean, two guys who uh, have not had the production this season. I think from an Oilers perspective, Strom embraced some other roles on the team, but the points weren't coming, and uh, Spooner's obviously uh, been to the point he's been scratched a couple times for New York this year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this is uh, an interesting situation. Uh, my understanding is the teams have been talking the last few days. The Rangers, uh, you know, logic dictates that the Rangers probably didn't want to uh, retained the, the $900,000 difference, but ultimately they did, and at that point, the deal got consummated. I do believe that Carolina and Boston were both looking at Ryan Strom, too, but I think that uh, Boston, you know, I just don't ever see a deal there, given the history with Peter Sprelli and uh, Cam Neely. Like, I just, I, I, you know, there's been so much talk and nothing's ever come to fruition. So, fresh start. Uh, I will say this, Ryan Strom is a very popular player. Uh, in the Oilers' room. Uh, as you know, Reed, he practiced today. He was actually in the process of packing when he found out about the trade. Uh, we got off uh, just just after 2 o'clock. Um, it's a business, and the, and the fact is, you said it, Strom had embraced, uh, I guess embraced sort of being a third-line center, but you got to, in, in this day and age in the NHL, you got to provide a little bit of offense that had not come to fruition. I wonder if you know, Spooner will get slotted in a slightly different role. Maybe he has a chance for a top six. Um, I've not heard your conversation with Peter, but my guess is there's a feeling that maybe Spooner will add a little bit of speed, and it shouldn't be lost to anybody that Tobias Reader is out for a month, and he was a guy capable of playing second-slash-third-line left wing. So, um, interesting deal, and uh, we'll see where Spooner's thoughts get tomorrow night against Calgary. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Peter Shirelli said he's, he definitely sees him as a winger, either right or left. So hopefully a little bit of flexibility there. One thing I found interesting, just talking to Spooner here in the last segment, I said when you're on the power play, are you a puck retriever, are you a setup guy, or are you a shooter? And he said, well, I'm definitely not a shooter. I've been told throughout my career I need to shoot more. I'm not sure that's what Oilers fans want to hear. Uh, but then again, if he can get the pucks with his speed and set guys up, maybe he helps that other unit. Well, and again, I mean, in fairness to Ryan Strong, he took on some defensive reliability, uh, you know, 
responsibility basically last year after Latestu got traded. Um, in Spooner's case, uh, and Strom was the transport guy in the second unit power play, I don't think he was overly effective in that role. I do think Strom is more of a shooter uh, than a playmaker. And uh, and so in Spooner's case, uh, I do think he'll be the transition guy. He'll be the guy that tries to enter the zone with the gain the uh, zone entry on the power play. So I think we'll see him on the second unit power play, and he's going to get some opportunities there. And he might be more of a playmaker. I mean, he's saying it himself, but I think he has a chance to be more of a playmaker than Strom. At this stage of the game, uh, both players probably needed a fresh start. Um, I think they're, you know, in Strom's case, uh, his name was out there a little bit. And, you know, he just didn't gain any traction offensively with Edmonton. And I think Peter Shirelli wanted to improve the quickness a bit. And um, Strom, to me, is kind of a tease. You know what I mean? Like, he, there's something there, but it just hasn't been totally put together. So... Uh, I'm going to be very intrigued to see Reed Wilkins how the uh, how the team responds to this because again it's my belief that Strom was a popular guy. There's kind of an, uh, an Ontario clique on the team, and I'm going to be you know McDavid's from Ontario and Kajula's from Ontario, and so those two guys are often in whenever those acts like Russell Peters. There's a photo. Well, those two guys and Strom were in a lot of those pictures. So I'm going to be interested to see how the response works with Spooner as opposed to Strom, but I, I do see them slotted differently in the lineup. Bob Stoffer checking in from Calgary. Strom for Spooner, the trade today. I wonder about the f- immediate fallout here for a young guy like Cooper Marodi. Todd McClellan addressed the media a, a couple hours before the trade was announced and said, you know, that Marodi's going to be a, a, a centerman, that he has the tools to do it. Uh, I know I asked Peter Shirelli about that. He, di- he didn't want to commit to anything about, about Marodi, but I mean, could we see Marodi dive right in and be the third-line center tomorrow? I mean, obviously there's a there's a spot, especially if Spooner might be on Nugent Hopkins' uh, left or right side. Yeah, we could. Absolutely. And I think that's what we're going to see. And, uh, you know, was uh, Brodziak on the ice today, by the way? Uh, yes, because there were seven forwards out there in white jerseys. Yeah, he was out there. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, you know, I would leave him as the lone right shot center, but I think we're going to see Marodi play center tomorrow. I mean, Todd was pretty direct about it in terms of his clip about, you know, something that could happen sooner rather than later. And we'll throw him in there and see how he does. I mean, we were seeing point blank read that youth has been served. I mean, again, I think Marodi can think his way around the ice. Uh, am I, I'm a little concerned about his quickness. I also think he's a better center than a winger. And, um, you know, even... Even in the deployment of Newton Hopkins as a second-line center, to me, Ryan was getting hit a bit playing on the wing, and he might be better off playing center, which brings us to a, a core subject in, you know, in oil country, and that's the deployment of Leon Dreisaitl. And um, given the fact that the team had only scored six goals over their previous four games, I had absolutely no problem with Leon going on the right side of McDavid. I think we'll see Newton Hopkins center the second line. Um, maybe Spooner play second-line left wing. Maybe they put Ratty over on the right side, or maybe they uh, put Spooner down on the third line. I- I'm not sure how that's all going to shake out. Uh, for sure, though, one of the things that has to happen is Spooner has to get here. <laughs> that's a- another part of the equation. And I do think, Reed, 
but it's possible that Patrick Russell does end up playing tomorrow, so we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, well, they they want to get Spooner here, so hopefully it's it's going to happen and he's uh, he's going to be able to play. Another thing that needs to happen this weekend is is the Oilers got to get saves, and you know, and, and the defense, the goals against, is not all on the goaltending, and Todd McClellan's been very clear about that, but it's nice when you get the stops. Koskinen tomorrow and Cam Talbot back home against Vegas. Uh, I know McClellan said in his clip, you know, Talbot might be a little more prepared to uh, for the shorter turnaround, not having a morning skate, that type of stuff. But I also think Koskinen has uh, earned a second start in a row after beating Montreal on Tuesday. Um, we're in agreement there. That makes for bad sports talk radio. But in my mind, Koskinen's performance warrants that he gets to start. And the fact is the Flames are going to start Riddick. And so, you know, we're in a scenario where basically the, the two backups at the start of the year have kind of wrestled some starting time, playing time ahead of the starters. Now, in Talbot's case, I think he's clearly been better than Mike Smith has to this point in the season. I think the owners players, you, I mean, you're down there. I think they have confidence in both goaltenders. This will be a real challenge tomorrow night against Calgary. Calgary's got some depth to their lineup up front that they didn't have. I'm not 100% convinced. Their defense is as good as it was last year because I do think Dougie Hamilton is a really good defenseman. But uh, you know, I'm going to be intrigued to see the Oilers blend up front and how they match up against Calgary because Calgary spent some money to improve the, the depth of their forwards with the additions of James Neal, who's got just three goals, and then Derek Ryan. You know, they spent eight million bucks on those two players. Not to mention they brought in Lindholm, who did not practice today. So. It should be a fun game tomorrow night. Go to certain five straight games against the Pacific Division. Bob, it's always great to have you on. Thanks for checking in, and we'll talk to you on the Faceoff Show tomorrow night. Yep. And that'll be at 6.30 tomorrow. Game at 8, Oilers at Flames. They play again Sunday, hosting Vegas. 4.30 Faceoff Show, game at 6. All the action here on 6.30, Chet. So the trade, Ryan Strom for Ryan Spooner. I don't know what we're going to get here, folks. Uh, I mean, Spooner uh, traded now, you know, twice in in less than a year. And I know I talked to uh, someone who saw him play a lot in Boston, and uh, he said he can be a very frustrating player because you always feel like you could be getting a little more out of him. Now, I, I know there's praise about his ability to help on the power play. He himself said he didn't shoot. As Bob referenced, maybe he's the guy who carries the puck through the neutral zone and can help set up plays with the second unit. Uh, five on five, I don't know what we're going to see. And I, I don't know if we're going to see anything good consistently. And I know in a, in a market like Edmonton, um, if you have uh, one awesome game out of five, it's the four other ones that get focused on. So we'll we'll see uh, how he does and how he deals with, uh, with the scrutiny, if that's what comes along with it, if he isn't uh, consistently productive or consistently consequential. I guess that's how I'll put it. I, I think Spooner is probably, as an oiler, going to be more productive than Ryan Strom. I, I don't know if he will have uh, quite the all-round game that, that Strom had. And not that Strom was by any means a defensive wizard or a, a two-way expert, but I, you know, I think he was pushing in that direction and was uh, learning that game and getting better at it. I, I don't know if we're going to see that from Spooner. 
but you know players can always grow and and learn new things and maybe it's a boost for Spooner coming here who like Bob mentioned could very well be on a line with Ryan Nugent Hopkins as his center tomorrow you'll hear a little bit from head coach Todd McClellan your feedback is welcome as well 780-496-0063 you can text 630-630 we'll update the scoreboard too Inside Sports on 630 Chat. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. It is 649. Three NHL games are underway. They are all in the first period. Well, actually, first period just ended in the first two, Bruins and Stars, Sabres and Jets. No scoring. Also, no score early between the Kings and the Blackhawks. Coming up later, Capitals at the Avs. The Blues will take on the Golden Knights. And the Maple Leafs, coming off a win in San Jose, will visit the Anaheim Ducks. NBA this evening, Raptors up 78-70 on Boston with 3.10 left in the third quarter. We will preview the CFL Division Finals coming up later tonight. We will have our weekly feature, the 6.30 Chet MVP. That's always fun to bring you as well, and we are breaking down the trade Ryan Strom for Ryan Spooner. Of course, you can always get more on the Oilers page on 630Chet.com. We've had uh, Ryan Spooner on the show. We had Oilers General Manager Peter Shirelli on the show as well, and uh, if you miss those, you can get them in the show archive. As for the goaltending this weekend, it will indeed be Koskinen tomorrow, and then Talbot on Sunday. Here's Coach McClellan. Two games, one at home, one on the road. Um, one team went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year, and the other team's a, a rival. Both our goalies are capable of playing, um, so we just decided that we would play Miko on the road, let him experience the uh, the rivalry, and Talbs at home back-to-back. Um, Miko will get a pregame skate tomorrow uh, in in uh, Calgary. Talbs likely won't, so he's got a little more experience in, in that situation. All right, so Koskinen tomorrow, Talbot on Sunday. Koskinen has been the better of the two goaltenders, uh, I'd say, over about the last three weeks. And uh, obviously he didn't play throughout the first eight games because I don't think anybody felt too good about what they saw from him in the preseason. So we'll see how they look this weekend. Then it's a California road trip for the Oilers starting Tuesday in San Jose. McClellan was uh, asked about picking the starting goalies here and what the situation is like with two guys who uh, have been doing at least okay. It's a good decision for our staff and our organization to have that two goaltenders are capable of playing on any given night. Um, With all due respect to the goalies that were here in the past, they gave us everything they had, but I don't know if we ever got to that point. And, um, you know, at this point right now, we're there. We feel comfortable playing either of them. Miko's done a a tremendous job in creating a uh, sense of confidence amongst his teammates and staff. And uh, that's gone a long way, and we know what Cam can do. So um, we feel like that's one of our healthier uh, positions as far as depth goes on the team. All right. Well, and I think that's been a discussion point. Even though Talbot hasn't been great, Lately, I think it's been a while since maybe you, you've had two Oilers goaltenders where you felt like, okay, maybe either guy can go in there to, and do a good job as opposed to playing somebody well just because you got to give somebody else a rest. So we'll see how they pull it out this weekend against Calgary and Vegas. I should mention as well, the Bakersfield Condors are playing tonight. That's the Oilers AHL affiliate, the farm team, taking on San Diego this evening. And uh, Ryan Holt, who covers the Condors, said that uh, Yamamoto and Puglia will be playing 
on the same line tonight with Josh Curry. So that's something to keep an eye on, and we'll uh, tell you how that game went tomorrow on the face-off show when we get you ready for the Oilers and the Flames. So this the, the Spooner situation uh, is is an interesting one. I, I think there's certainly the potential for him to be a, a frustrating player who is uh, very inconsistent, very up and down, perhaps better uh, in the offensive end than he is in the defensive end, which uh, won't endear himself to many people. But he's going to get a shot, and he may get uh, a shot right up there with Ryan Nugent Hopkins tomorrow. Nugent Hopkins is expected to center the second line. Kajula will remain with McDavid and Dreisaitl and look for Cooper Marodi to play center. Certainly sounds like that is going to happen. Only has a couple of NHL games under his belt. Was up earlier in the season. Has been playing well for the Condors. So maybe he goes between Lucic and Raddy. Fourth line, Brodziak, Kara, and Cassian. And that leaves Patrick Russell who uh, has been called up. He's been with the Oilers a little over two years now, joined for the 16-17 season. He has played in Bakersfield. He's only played as an Oiler in exhibition games, so doesn't have an official NHL game under his belt. So maybe he, uh, if something else happens or or you know they want to get him in on the weekend, maybe he plays one of the two games. So those are some other things to, uh, to keep an eye on as well. I want to remind you, some guests on Inside Sports get gift certificates to Northern Chicken, bringing down-home Southern comfort food to Edmonton and other tasty treats. You can salivate over the menu at northchickenyeg.com. Visit them in person, 124th Street and uh, 107th Avenue. Uh, ben texting in. Uh, is Peter Shrelly just signing all former Bruins? Well, that's a fair question. Uh, Ryan Spooner was drafted by Peter Shrelly and Keith Gretzky when they were with the Bruins in 2010. He went 45th overall in that draft. So, uh, well, how many former Bruins do we have on the team? We got Lucic, and now we got Spooner. And Matt Benning was drafted by the Boston Bruins. Or do we have any other ones? I think that's all we have. All right. You can text 63630, phone number 780-496-0063. Uh, we did have Spooner on the show earlier today, and he's hoping he can find his form again with this trade. I think when I'm playing well, um, I'm using my uh, speed and skill, and I think uh, the first 16 games I've played here, I mean, I've had some games where i played well, but um haven't really been getting the bounces and stuff like that but that being said I, I just think that if i'm using my speed and skill then those bounces um they should happen well no doubt he can skate i, I would say he's going to be faster than Strom. will he be able to finish more that's going to be a big question just a tough season for him two points in 16 games three times he has been a healthy scratch Really, twice because of his play, he was scratched for last night's game against the Islanders, as Peter Shirelli referenced, because the Rangers knew that uh, they were on the verge of this trade coming through, and uh, it does happen. You know, it's it's, and I I, I realize you go back and, and look at the chain, and you know Jordan Everly was traded for Ryan Strom. They were hoping Strom could could jump in there and maybe play on the line with McDavid. That didn't work out. Well, now you're trading for Spooner, and uh, yes, it is another hope situation that's all i can say i mean this guy is not a not a guaranteed player he has had good numbers in the past sure we got to give him that 49 points in 80 games for the bruins in 15 16 last year he played 59 games split between boston and the rangers did get up to 41 points so that's not bad production but this year it's just all gone dry for him and don't forget ryan strom has a 50 point season in the past didn't see that type of production for the edmonton oilers so we'll see Spooner tomorrow is expected to play against the Calgary Flames. All right, we're going to break for the 7 o'clock news. 
We'll talk a little bit about the CFL Division Finals set to go on Sunday in the next hour of the show as well. We're going to give away two more tickets to the Grey Cup. So listen for the call for that, and we will meet this week. 6.30, Chet MVP. That's always a fun segment. Young soccer player is going to be on the show tonight. All ahead, Inside Sports on 6.30, Chet. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.